Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. Damn, you a sexy snitch. You a sexy snitch. Damn, you a sexy snitch. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thoughts? Andrew seeing that song is just, it doesn't, like, work. <laughs> yeah, it made me really so uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever sung that song. Yeah, I believe yeah, you. <laughs> it's That's from, like, that would have to be, what well, we're talking, uh, Akon, Eminem, maybe circa 2000. Late 2009, early 2010, if I was to hazard a you guess. say Eminem. It's not Eminem. Isn't it? No. It's Akon and David Guetta. Guet- David Guetta. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mr. Yeah. Guetta. I'm sorry, Mr. Corn. Um, I apologize. <laughs> His name's not Acorn. <laughs> it's Acorn. I thought it was like Adam Corn. <laughs> Adam Corn. Yeah, it was the lead oh, singer man. of Corn. He... um. Went off on a side project Solo uh, Actually the lead singer of Corn is Jonathan Davies But anyway um, They've been in the news recently actually <laughs> Why have Corn been in the news recently? Because there's been that whole Woodstock 99 um, documentary Have you seen that oh, thing? No I'm not across no, this you keep all. talking about it as though like I've never, I haven't heard a single person mention it except you Oh really? Well I haven't seen the documentary but It sounds really bad It's pretty much like Um you know, like Woodstock 99 was like some festival in 99, obviously, and it like descended into um, chaos and there was like riots and stuff. Wait, hang on. I, I think we shouldn't be so flippant about this because this sounds like it would be our actual Woodstock. I mean, based on the, some of the songs in What a Load of Hufflepuff, if we're already oh, yeah. talking mm. about corn, I mean, who, who else? Like, Dude, we've got to get the like, lineup out. The lineup was unbelievable. <laughs> it's like corn, Limp Bizkit, yep. um, Chili Peppers, Kid Rock Full of Hufflepuff uh, I'm, Jewel was there Jewel was there really? Jewel was there Fuck <laughs> yes So this God, is absolutely I wonder if she did like a, a yoga I scene. really want to watch this now This sounds amazing <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah. if um, That jerk ass From Third Eye Blind Was there <laughs> Almost certainly was there oh, Actually this is probably A little bit before him Wouldn't it have been I reckon around I don't know actually, actually. But anyway yeah, probably right around bang in, I think it would have been Right bang in the era yeah, I mean, look, I don't have too much to say about it because I haven't actually seen it. And I feel like if you want to read some criticism of that film, it's it's readily available. But pretty much the kind of, um, I guess, the, the, the angle of the film is like they're trying to make it out like... Um, you know, Fred Durst. Fred Durstley, as we've spoken about before. Famous. And like Kid Rock and all these guys, like it was their fault. They incited a riot. And then apparently they kind of try and draw... Um, they try and draw like a comparison between like the rioters and the people and like all the frat boys and idiots that were at Woodstock 99 and saying that they're all like, they were all at the Capitol riot. Like they're pretty much saying like Fred Durst is why like Donald Trump happened. And it's like, that's a weird take. Yeah. Well, it's just like, cause it's angry white men. That was it. So it's like, well, it's the same thing, it but was it's like, like obviously not. Incredibly angry, aggressive music that was like completely dominant. That whole new metal thing. 
Yeah, Very well, it was, but like, there's always angry music. Like, there's always been angry music. Is my thing, and like, I don't know. It just feels like we've gone back to like when we were young, when you did have like, um, what are they? What's that thing? The uh, fuck? What's that thing in America where they're like the censorship people? What are they called? The um, yeah, yeah the FCC or whatever. Yeah, the FCC, whatever. Like, it, it feels oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, the shit FCC like, won't let me be. Well, exactly. <laughs> Eminem was in the crossfire in the crosshairs of the FCC, the famously. Fight. Yep. But I mean, like, it's it's like that whole thing of, um, you know, people. Somebody shoots up their school, and it's because they saw like fucking Elmer Fudd in <laughs> Looney Tunes or whatever. <laughs> Elmer like, Fudd has been cancelled recently for just that reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess what undermines the um, strong parallel in Woodstock '99 and the Capitol riots is um, just the simple fact that. Uh, more than one thing can make you angry. Did they think about that? Exactly. <laughs> Did they exactly ever right. that? I mean, paging Mr. Potter makes me incredibly angry, like reading the page every week. <laughs> you didn't yeah, see me at the Capitol riots. I know, right? And it's like... I'm going to um, watch it just for the lineup. I mean, like, who else have they got? Like, one of the people that played the festival but is now, like, um, trying to distance himself from it like for some reason like 22 years later is fucking moby one of the biggest i mean i'm sure he's listening right now because he is a huge virgin <laughs> yeah. and so he would be listening to this pod see moby is an actual um subject for a documentary i feel like he's a complex yes. weird dude he's just a loser i don't even know if he's that complex but he's the one that's like you know pretty much fred durst knew what he was doing and like you know he incited the riot it's like I don't know. Who cares? Limp Bizkit's good. I'm 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 a, I'm a Limp Bizkit apologist. I don't care. Can you imagine going to a festival and seeing Moby? Seems odd. <laughs> <laughs> like you just listening to yeah. Why does my heart feel so bad? Like, just, can you rock out to Moby? Just doing fucking rails of ketamine and listening to um, <laughs> you know porcelain, <laughs> just <laughs> some ambient piano. Fucking hell! I honestly uh, can't think of anything worse than being fucked by Moby. Can you imagine his like weird, gross alien head that's like way too big for his really skinny, sickly, gaunt body? Like, imagine yeah. that just like coming at you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm with you, man. In I'm his defense, you. I mean, no one's making you have sex with Moby or even <laughs> suggesting it in any way. That was really kind of a frolic of your own. But um, <laughs> yeah, but you could just end up there and go, oh shit. <laughs> I just I'm accidentally having sex with Moby now, and it's way worse than I could ever have imagined. So this is kind of like this is like a PSA, I think. Just some he's fucked someone, right? I don't know. Who was it that he said that he was in like a relationship with Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. And, she was and like no. just completely made up. What? And wasn't she like a kid? I'm pretty sure it was like she's like I've never met him. Or All something. right, we're, we're <laughs> scrambling to do our research as we talk, but let's type in Moby Natalie Portman. <clears throat> Let's see what we... I mean, I wasn't planning on talking about this at all, so I haven't done any research. It's one thing to make up a lie about, like... (laughs) It's easy for me to, like, make up a lie about having sex with someone. I can just say, oh, I just banged some chick. I met at a bar or something. But then it's really Mm. bold to make it about someone that's really famous and people will definitely follow up on. (laughs) And who was allegedly underage at the time. (laughs) Allegedly underage, at least pick someone. I mean, look, I've got to be honest, I could be wrong about that, so let's not 100% put all of the page Mr. Potter weight behind that (laughs) statement, but... But Still I mean, on. Dumbledore, if you are going to fabricate a lie about someone you fucked, at least make them over the age of consent. That's that's all we're saying. <laughs> that's a basic Dumbledore. That, that Dumbledore almost goes without Dumbledore saying. To be honest with <laughs> it, you. it probably shouldn't. It probably should have gone without Dumbledore <laughs> saying. Could easily have. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, that's Woodstock 99. <laughs> Please check that out. I'm sure it's good. I, I won't be checking check it out. Check it out. Very Just for the music alone. I mean, some of these artists we've listed. If you like Paging Mr. Potter and you like Waterload of Hufflepuff, it sounds like you'll really dig this documentary. You honestly and will. maybe just ignore that stupid point that they were trying to make about the riots. <laughs> that sounds dumb. <laughs> no, but anyway, honestly, yeah, the, the lineup for Woodstock 99, sorry to be a dog with a bone here, but it honestly is like something that we have put together with Hufflepuff. Like it just <laughs> bounces between terrible band to terrible band, the occasional absolute banger of a band. Like it's all over the shop. James Brown, like famous what? iconic soul singer James kicking? Brown, live, who had that one song, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. With, yeah, and they were, they're a religious quite band. Quite religious, now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christian Speaking band, of, yeah. They, they also had Creed. Uh, who shared the <laughs> yeah. who shared the, shared the stage with Jamiroquai and DMX, <laughs> literally on the same stage. Yes, DMX DMX is part of the documentary apparently. Uh, so apparently he co- gets in some trouble because he uses the N word in his <laughs> his set. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And they're like, he was encouraging the white people in the crowd to use the N word as well. Very sensitive. Like the dude's that just up now died. that he just died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Good Yeah love calling someone Who's just passed a race trader Nothing better than that From fucking Moby of all people I don't know if he said it But yeah. And then after DMX After you've settled into A, a pretty raucous hip hop set From DMX You can <laughs> chill out To the tunes of Australia's Biggest simp Ben Lee Ah! Bentley. This, he would have been in the heart of, at the heart of his powers either. This is when he would have been with um, what's her name, um, Claire Danes. That's right. He yes, was, um, yes. He got very famous at a very, very young age. Do you reckon um, Moby set up a rumor about him fucking Ben Lee as well at the time? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just a quick note to all the potophiles uh, listening: if you're enjoying all of this sort of pedophilia adjacent talk. Um, I've actually got a game coming up later, which is very well and truly uh, in the same kind of domain. So that's something to look forward to. I mean, who said child abuse was no laughing matter? I mean, we, I think we've pretty much made them eat their words on this podcast. <laughs> oh, well, just you wait. Just you wait how much humor we can derive from that oh funny, god. funny topic later in this pod. Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with us? What a hey, what about the Olympics though? Speaking of um, admirable things, what about. The Olympics, they're good. <coughs> Admirable things. Well, here's the thing, yeah, Andrew. People we should look up to. Are they good? Are the Olympics yeah. actually, um, yes. you know, are Olympians really a role model? Are the Olympics probo? Yeah. That's the big question I have for you guys this week. This is the only preparation what? I've done. What? Do you guys know what the five Olympic rings stand for? Um, uh, the black ring stands for black people. The yellow ring stands for Chinese people. Andrew, the you're joking, but you're once again not far off the mark. So dear. Oh, no, no, what are you no. talking about? What, a Smurfs the, the, rec- you know, represented by the blue ring? <laughs> Allow me to explain. Um, so the five rings represent five kind of regions of the world, not quite continents because no Antarctica <laughs> and the Americas are together. But I just think it's sure. interesting the way that they did designate um, each region. So, obviously, yellow does <laughs> represent Asia. Um, does, it, does it actually? <laughs> it, it does. It, would you like oh. to have a guess which one represents Africa? Which color that might be? <laughs> I reckon, in, yeah. It's not red, is it? That's right. It's black. Black <laughs> as night. Um, black as the ace of spades. Now, here's one that I like. It's a bit more subtle. So, the Americas, oh. they're red. So, like the red skin. <laughs> yeah, the Indians. American yeah, Indians. Gotcha. Those yeah, yeah. rascally <laughs> red skins. 
Um, <clears throat> obviously, Europe is blue because they're blue, blue-blooded, noble European. Rifle well, sixty-five was from right. Europe as well. <laughs> yep, they're blue. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Yeah, huge, huge. The only one that doesn't seem to make much sense is green for Australia. Yeah, because we're the opposite of green in this country. <laughs> we fucking like hate sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> does, what about um? Does just South America just doesn't even get a look in? It's just all kind of lumped together. They're just together. the Americas. Oh, they just went all all America there. All Man, the Americas, yeah. <laughs> right. Enormous, enormous area. But <laughs> I suppose then, Af- I suppose Asia is pretty big too. And then just Australia, like five <laughs> massive sort of um. Hypercontinents and then just Australia. I was racking my brains to think of what kind of racist symbolism the green might have to do something with the the First Nations people, but I was coming up empty, unfortunately. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I mean, it's noble noble work that you were doing. Thank you. The race. I suppose they do have an affinity with the land. Environment green. Yeah. Well, thanks for walking mm. us down this path along with you. I'm so glad you you brought us along for this little trip down racist lane. Yeah, I mean, I was uncharacteristically going to say that I think the Olympics are. I, I I quite seriously think that the Olympics are the the best thing that humanity's come up with. <laughs> I honestly think it's the best shit ever. I fucking love it so much, dude. It's like Un- the, unironically the sheer odds that humans able to pull together. A sports tournament with every country in the world, like astronomical, so awesome. except for Taiwan, obviously. Except <laughs> for Taiwan, <laughs> they're not allowed to be there. <laughs> uh, let's not get into that. Um, um, <clears throat> I just want to say, just quickly before we move on, while we're on the topic of every other country, um, just a hearty eat shit to every single other country. If you're listening from another land, suck a massive dick. Uh, if you're from America, <laughs> eat my ass, um, <laughs> poms, um, slurp my nutsack, because we oh are my. absolutely smoking it this year. I mean, Reedan, this might not age that well, because we do tend to do pretty well in the first half of the Olympics yeah, when all the, the swimming, swimming is. Yeah. Don't do so great once the athletics comes in. Hey, hey if you, you need to apologize next pod, so be it. But for now, suck our various dicks, ass and scrotums, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Members of the international community. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's simply all I had to say on the matter. Hey, speaking yeah, yeah. of people that can suck our collective scrotums, <laughs> there's been a lot of um, advertising during the Olympics. Um, you know, quite notably in the opening ceremony, like in the middle of like some beautiful uh, sort of performance piece that, you know, the Japanese creative arts industry has probably slaved over to come up with for... Um, you know, for, for for probably the last five years, you know, that was just punctuated by quick ads for The Voice and um, <laughs> SAS Australia. But I do, I do want to talk about SAS Australia. Um, I, I can't remember if we spoke about them last week, but I, I've never actually watched any of it, obviously. And but I, but I never even really seen the ads. All I knew was that like, didn't last year they have like Chappelle Corby in it or something? Yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of it... Um and reported back actually on the pod we we spoke a fair bit about it because of uh, Mr. Oh, Shane Warne Jackson Warne remember right. yeah that's right I, oh was that I on SAS was it? It. Yeah, 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 yeah we spoke about it for maybe six weeks straight about that boy <laughs> <laughs> I honestly reckon though like okay fine fair enough but all this advertising I keep seeing this guy Ant Ant Middleton. Oh, yeah. Um, who's yeah. like one of the tough guys on it or whatever. Is he the guy who gets in their faces and just like starts yelling yeah, and I shit? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I honestly reckon if I was on that TV show, 
that I would make him cry. Interesting. Like I, 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 I honestly, he, he's none of his shit would work on me at all. Because I, I, I think nothing. There's nothing more embarrassing than being tough if you're older than like <laughs> 18. Like that's so embarrassing. <laughs> and I think if he got in my face and was like, "You're a fucking, you're a worm, you're nothing, or whatever," I'd just be like. Yeah, I know. And then I'd say something like, <laughs> "Can we play this out?" Okay, let's do it. Let's, so you you want to be Ant? Yeah, okay. you be yeah. Ant. Okay. All right, Andrew, drop and give me twenty. You pathetic, disgusting worm. Look at you. Nah, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's so funny because I'm the opposite of a uh, intimidating army. Yeah, man. <laughs> I struggled with this role play. Wow, movie. that. Uh, Rudin, do you want to give it a shot? Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, have a go. All right. I'm going to start from the start. Andrew, you pathetic little bitch. Get on the floor and suck my toes. Uh, I don't want to do that. Do it. Every, every single thing that you value, I think, is pathetic. You're made of... You're a lily-livered little gar-commy bitch. You're, you're tough and I think that's sad. <laughs> 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 Fuck, that is hard to... That's hard to pivot from. I don't know. I just think I'd beat him in a fight. But anyway, that's just my view. Um, Write in if you have a different view. (laughs) He actually, um, I mean, it might come as a shock to you, but uh, hates Black Lives Matter movement. There's a fucking surprise. Yeah. Is is he, so his SAS, is that the same shit as like um, Ben Robert Smith? Uh, Yes, but I think English. Okay. Okay. Is there a is there like a challenge in SAS Australia where they have to kick an Afghan farmer off a cliff, for example? Is that part of <laughs> no, the show? Andrew, Andrew, before we go on, we we should ask the question: Is Ben Robert Smith a wizard? Um, <laughs> if he is, great. We can't defame him. Um, if not, he does seem like he is. I didn't literally say he did anything. I didn't say he did anything. I'm just asking if that's a challenge in the SAS show. What the hell does that have to do with Ben Robert Smith? <laughs> Are you serious? I would never say that. Hey, but he is a big media personality at Channel 7. And um, I'm hoping once he... I know he is going through some legal issues at the moment. Once he's cleared all that up, I am hoping... Because people are kind of hypothesizing about who is going to take over from Bruce McAvaney once it's all over. And I pray that in 2024, (laughs) Paris, it's Ben Robert Smith hosting the Olympics. What an exciting... Mm, geez, some some, some <laughs> concerned faces on my Skype screen. So should we <laughs> should we pivot? Hey, let's talk about something else. I've got another theory for you. I know I've been kind of dominating the opening part of this uh, pod, but I, I do have a theory I wanted to run by you. Sure. Interested in your thoughts? This is a hard pivot. Um, so another ad that I've been seeing while watching the uh, the Olympics is the Voice, right? The Voice. Yes. Um, and I've I do have this theory about. Um, well, firstly, it blows my mind that there are still singing shows on TV. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. How, how the hell are people <laughs> still watching that? But it is very strange because I don't think... There, there was some early success definitely with Idol and then uh, maybe X Factor I got it. I totally got it back then. But I yeah. haven't heard... Like, I couldn't name a single one of any of the past 15 winners of any of those shows. And that is no, significant because if anyone did remember... Low-level, uh, fleeting Australian exactly. pop singers. It would be Ridden Lee. I think. I mean, they've all got great voices, but I just. I. Why would I care about that? Anyway, um, my qu- my thing's more about one of the judges on The Voice this year, um, Rita Ora. 
Yes, now, sounds like a New Zealand hucker or something like that. <laughs> That's Kia Aura, but don't worry. Um, close. Close enough to not be racist, I reckon. Now, <clears throat> Rita Aura is not from New Zealand. I am actually convinced. My theory is that Rita Aura is a deep fake. Look, you've got my attention. So, because I don't know anything about her really, but she just seems like. She seems like the exact kind of thing that would be spat out by an algorithm <laughs> if you were trying to, like, use an AI to create a celebrity. Because I was thinking about it, right? She's, like, she's ethnically ambiguous, which is very in, yep. as we've discussed many times. I mean, I'm sure she um, does have an ethnicity. I'm not well, sure. Well, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. So, <laughs> hey, <coughs> just because you don't specifically no, you must know admit what it she's is. she's ethnically ambiguous. You couldn't possibly know what ethnicity she is just by looking at her. You have to admit that. I admit That's that true. She, um, she could be ethnically diverse. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, she is, she, you know, she's attractive, but she's, like, utterly sexless. Like, just... You know what I mean? Like, she's got that kind of, like, just Barbie doll. Yeah, she's like, attractive, but she's not hot. She's not sexual in nature. No, exactly. Uh, she's, you know, she's got, like, a couple of superficial symbols of um, of edge. Like, she's got a couple of tattoos and things like that. But she has no discernible personality, as far as I can tell. I couldn't mm-hmm, tell you anything mm-hmm. about her. I Correct. don't even know why she's famous, to be perfectly honest with you. I think she's a singer. Couldn't name one of her songs. But anyway, so then I was like, okay, no idea why she's famous. So I started Googling her. Turns out she's a singer, as you said. But also, turns out she's from Albania, right? Mm. Now, this is interesting to me because I know another celebrity who is from Albania. I know this for <laughs> probably not a great reason. You remember Dua Lipa? I don't know if you guys remember, but she, she did once post a, a, a map on Twitter of like greater Albania, which is like very problematic because it's pretty much saying that like Albania should own like a whole bunch of land in other countries it's like a very problematic i do vaguely remember that but anyway the point is i don't really want to get into that but the point is that jewel is exactly the same she's like the exact same thing she's got like just she's this she's this algorithmically created celebrity again ethnically ambiguous she could be from anywhere i know she's from albania now but she could be from anywhere again attractive but pretty sexless no personality except for her kind of um uh, imperialist overtones of that one tweet. I'm wondering whether has anyone has anyone listened to this pod been to Albania? Because I'm starting to think it might just be some deep learning model. Wait, do you mean? Are you talking about the actual country of Albania? I don't think it exists. I think it's literally just the name of a model. <laughs> okay. I Nathan, have you been to Albania? I can't say that I have. Has anyone here ever met anyone from Albania? No, obviously not. It sounds like a made-up country a bit to me. It it sort of has a similar energy to uh, like Transylvania, which <laughs> is yeah. Transylvania, full of which is in Romania apparently, but I've never seen mm. anyone from there. Exactly. But the thing is, right? I've met Romanians. I've met Armenians. I've met people, mm. you know, in that region. It's kind of in the region, but I've never met an Albanian. And I've certainly never been there, and I don't know anyone that has. I so mean, if you have been to Albania, please write in. This is a conspiracy theory. I mean, can we just pause and um, take note of what's going on here? Andrew's now on some kind of completely bizarre, like Alex Jones style rant that Albania doesn't exist. I mean, I think one of two things may have happened here. Either he's right, because you know what, I don't have any real compelling um, evidence that it does exist. Prove me wrong, brother. Or has Andrew been spending so much time with AI Rowling? 
and <laughs> Monet Myrtle and his sort of computerized friends that he started to lose grip on reality. That's one. That's a good point. But if there was ever someone that would be able to spot an AI, it would surely be me. <laughs> I spend my days working with them. That is a very. This has all the hallmarks. Point. I've often wondered whether Andrew Quo is a real entity or whether he's simply <laughs> some kind of AI-generated model. It is um, pretty difficult yeah. to believe that. Uh, you know, you can put in. You know, to use terms that Andrew would understand, human inputs. Uh, and get a person like Andrew. It seems pretty <laughs> <laughs> probabilistically unlikely. Yeah, well, you know, that's not for me to say, but uh, <laughs> I'm here to pass judgment on Rita Ora and Dua Lipa. And I'm just, I mean, those aren't even real names. I know that's racist, but... <laughs> mm, that, they, you're right, they do sort of sound... Andrew's swaying me more than I would like to admit. <laughs> I'm just putting it out into the universe. I remember the last time I came on here with the psycho theory, I think I said something about how... It should be illegal to be strong. Mm. And I got quite a lot of love for that one. I mean, I got some people writing in saying that was one of the most mental things they'd ever heard in their life. But um, a few people said that they agreed. I would be interested to see if you got the same sort of feedback <laughs> about this. <laughs> it seems quite falsifiable. But uh, uh, let's... <laughs> hey, but I've just checked our podcast stats and... We weirdly don't get any plays in Albania, which does tend to suggest Whoa. that it doesn't exist because, I mean, this the global yeah, reach of this pod is pretty extensive. Wide. That's because AI doesn't have ears, brother. <laughs> Can't listen to a pod. Damn. I again, I don't know if that's true True or... I can't, I can't dispute it. I don't know enough about AI, whether they have ears or not. Um, anyway, I've, I've spoken a lot now and uh, I kind of regret most of the things I've said. So, should we move on to the page? <laughs> Want to sure. intro the pod even? Nah. Okay. Um, Paging Mr. Potter, this is your conspiracy theory pod where we ask the big questions. Does Albania exist? Is Dua Lipa <laughs> a deep fake? What's going to happen on page 126 of Harry Potter? And are the Olympics probo? Just to name a few. Uh, I'm Nathan. <laughs> That's Andrew. G'day. That's Riordan. Schwang. And now you're fully up to date. Um, fuck. Are we going to do the <laughs> stupid page now? Because I still don't really want to, but I've noticed that the pod's been going for a fair while. Oh, um, it's been going for quite some time. Do we rip I think so, it. unless anyone have anything else to say about uh, the Hufflepuff, because... Um, well... Oh, I forgot about that. Well, that really kick-started um, this whole thing. Well, tell you what's interesting is how we got here, is because... We spoke a lot about Woodstock 99 And what you guys are forgetting is This podcast started with Andrew singing Sexy Bitch by Acorn And then Acorn, not even Corn And then I said, is his name Adam Corn And then we spoke about uh, Woodstock 99 for at least 15 minutes I think we should start a Patreon where we analyse the pod that we did that week and try and, you know, join the dots and work out what the fuck we were trying to get at. I reckon we've probably spoken for more than half an hour about a documentary we didn't see, mm-hmm. a show, SAS Australia, none of us have ever seen, a country a we've country never been exist. to and don't know anything about. <laughs> I'm starting to think yeah. this isn't the well what are you trying to say? sort of educational <laughs> podcast that we've branded it as. Whatever. Well, one thing we do know about is Harry Potter, brother. I don't even know if that's correct, Andrew. (laughs) Now we're about to talk about a single page none of us have read. Until now. All right, guys. Um, 
We are now into officially into the second half of uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Ooh, wow, I actually had to look, scroll up a bit and to the side to see the contents of the page to remember what the name of the book was. <laughs> so <laughs> it tells you where my sort of headspace is at at the moment. Um, oh, yeah, we're at the where we've been in this duel for a long time. Jewel, jewel a leaper? Is that anything? No. Okay. We just simply don't have time. <laughs> uh, we've been, yeah, they've been threatening to duel for, for quite some time. I won't be sated until we have some sort of duel. Um, hopefully by the end of this page, let's see how we get there. If we get there, Ooh, already getting that crazy thing where the mouth is talking, but the brain's not working. Okay. Dude, the only thing I can compare, um, like the lockdown mindset to is in the old days when we used to meet up and record like three or four pods in a row. Cause we used to try and do it all in person. And, like, yeah. by the end of it, obviously, our brains were complete mush. And that's kind of how I've felt for the past week or so. Yeah, 100%. So, I can only hope that everyone else's brains have, uh, have undergone the same sort of deterioration. And this is making any sense to anyone. Because, honestly, I still can't make heads or tails of it or make words come out of my mouth fluently. Nathan, I don't understand anything of what you just said. Fuck. I have to say... Both of you are not making a whole lot of sense right now. And that's coming from me, who just spouted some psychotic theory about Albania not existing. So You know what this podcast is? It's like the opposite of mindfulness. Like, we could, you couldn't be less present in uh, the moment or what we're doing. No. <laughs> I do have another theory about mindfulness, but maybe we'll save that for another There's simply week. no time, Andrew. We're, we're, we're <laughs> no, there's not. It's even more mental than the last, so... Well, let's let's save that for future weeks and let's get stuck into page 126 of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. (laughs) He's late. Maybe he's chickened out, Ron whispered. They hear a noise that makes them jump. Then Harry raises his wand, expecting Malfoy to speak. But boys, Malfoy was not here. Sniff around, my sweet. They might be lurking in a corner. It was Filch speaking to Mrs. Norris. That's a creepy oh. sentence. I thought Mrs. Norris was Filch's supervisor, so I don't know where he gets off kind of stepping out of the pecking <laughs> order and starting to boss her around. <laughs> All right. Neville's robes had barely whipped around the corner when they heard Filch enter the trophy room. They're in here somewhere, they heard him mutter, probably hiding. This way. So then they, they run away. They get through the suit. Guys, I'm, I'm telling you, we're just powering through this page. We're not stopping. We're Please do. Okay. Harry, they sort of, uh, Harry says this way. They run away as fast as they can. Filch is getting close to them. Um, then Neville sort of freaks out. He lets out a frightened squeak. He grabs Ron around the waist. Ooh la la. And the pair then topple right into a suit of armor. It crushes and clangs. And then Harry yells, run. They run, run, run. They get away from Filch, it seems. Yes, do they? Yes, they do. I think we've lost him. Harry's panting. Uh, he's, he's leaning against the wall. He's wiping his forehead. Neville at this point is now bent over. I repeat, Neville is bent over. He's wheezing. 
wheezing and spluttering. Not sure how he got to that situation or how he's going to get himself out of this one. Um, and then Hermione drops a classic one of her I told you so's. Ron says an obvious thing. We've got to get back. And then Hermione pulls it all together. She says, Malfoy's tricked you to the boys. You realize he was setting you up the whole time. He was never going to meet you. What he's done is he's tipped Filch off. So this is sort of big brain, blue sky thinking from Malfoy. He's playing chess. They're playing checkers. That's the end of 126. Malfoy's playing 12 dimensional chess. Big time. <clears throat> Very good. Um, probably the less said about that, the better. Are we really not going to say anything about that page? I'll be honest, Nathan. I genuinely wasn't listening to most of it. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but let's not recap. I'm sure it wasn't interesting. Do you have anything to say, Nathan? I was going to say Filch's um, work hours seem pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a bit... But that is a, that is a very good point. It seems almost endless, really. He's, he's from dawn to dusk and, and even all the way through the night. That's, that's about all I got. Um, if we need a if we need a hard pivot out of this, I've just had a friend message me with some breaking news. Now, obviously, this is a podcast, so everyone will know probably by the time it comes out. But it's it's happening as we speak, as we record this. Shane Warne has COVID. Yes, <laughs> I, I actually I've, I've seen this as well, Andrew. Let's look at let's the head smile straight in that direction. <laughs> it's awesome. I don't have that much more to say about it, but it's a bit funny. I hope he's all right, obviously. He's the greatest spin king of ever. I mean, blah, blah, blah. He's amazing. <laughs> if anyone can spin their way out of Andrew, it's Mr. Shane Keith Warren. No doubt he, um, you know, got the virus via some sort of bizarre sexual activity. Um, yeah, you'd have to assume so. But I'd love to see COVID, you know, have a crack at his fucking flipper. Good luck. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. think so. <laughs> Andrew, you've got a game for us. Yeah, probably a good time to move to the game. Um, okay, let me find it. So this game, um, hmm, I think you'd have to say it's in poor taste. I think you'd, I mean, I'm just going to start with that. It's sure. in poor taste. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd love to be able to say, this, this, obviously, I didn't come up with the game. I don't come up with games. I just, no, I'm just a medium. Theme. I pass on the games from the potterfiles. <laughs> and I'd love to be able to kind of distance myself and say. You know, this game, um, it's, you know, it's it's what Potiphar X came up with. It's not my fault if you find it offensive. Go shout at Potiphar X. Unfortunately, this week, the game has come from my very own brother, um, Potiphar Johnny. Um, but he has come up with a good game. And the game is, it's just simply called Potiphar or Pedophile. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We cannot get angry at the Potiphar's for creating games like this. We created these sort of conditions. Oh, we've you been know, begging yeah. for something like this to happen. <laughs> we, we are like Donald Trump in the Capitol riots. I mean, we did fire them up pretty hard. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's play the game. Now, I'll admit this is a very visual game, obviously, um, but we will post, <laughs> we will post the uh, relevant images on Instagram And so all it is Is I'm just going to send you Some pictures of mm. um, People Individuals And you have to tell us Tell me Do you think they're a potophile Or a pedophile So okay. we're, we're going to post A slideshow of pedophiles On our Instagram <laughs> After the game Correct <laughs> Okay Just making sure <laughs> yeah. are, th are these mug shots Or Are they out in the streets uh, I can't wait to find out Alright <laughs> Potophile or pedophile yes. <laughs> Shit Here we go So Yeah Rush over to At paging Mr. Potter On Instagram To see uh, A gallery of uh, Pedophiles on your phone <laughs> And worth bearing in mind Before we start These are not Mutually exclusive As in the mm, case well. of 
Mr. Ollivander. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the question is: the question is, is the person here um, a a convicted sex offender or a raging potophile? That's the question. All right. Now I'm gonna. I love let's, it. Let's begin. I'm gonna send you an image right now. Is this person? Potophile or a pedophile? I will say he has the certainly first impressions. I don't know who he is, but he uh, has the what? What do you call someone's face? Like a visage? The face? The face? He has the the face of someone who would be receptive to the fucking of children. <laughs> good. Good. Okay. So, are these are these people um, well known? Um, I'm I'm wondering. Just find myself wondering how your brother put together this game. Did he? <laughs> firstly, how does he know if someone likes Harry Potter? Are these all going to be pedophiles? Are none of them going to be pedophiles? And we're just going to I'll explain. Them? It'll get explained. Um, It'll get explained. I'm scared to answer, so I'm just going to say <laughs> potophile. Potophile. Okay, read him. What are you saying? He has a few of the telltale signs of a pedophile, and by that I mean he's got that sort of bald. Bald middle head with the sort of uh, hair wrapped around, um, which pedophiles do tend to have. It might be some sort okay. of um, uh, calling signal to young children. I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to say pod- pedo- pedophile. Okay. Well, um, geez, this is uh, more upsetting than I expected. But uh, it was um, he's a pedophile. That's um, that's George Potts, and he's a pedophile. <laughs> he played some wizard in um, Goblet of Fire. Oh, wow! So we've we've just said that this actual person who exists um, has all the sort of hallmarks of a sexual predator. Best not to think about I'm, it. Best I'm not honestly to think about hoping, it. Andrew, and this is a crazy thing to fucking say as well, but I'm hoping everyone else you mention in this game is a pedophile, because otherwise, <laughs> what a horrible fucking accusation to level at someone once again without any evidence or reason. But go on. These people were chosen, you know, more or less at random. You just have to choose whether you decide. I mean, you could almost think of this as like a public education thing because it's like it's really hard to tell just from appearances whether someone's a pedophile or not. So it's it's, uh, it's that kind of thing. It's not going to stop us though. No. Now, next person. Is this person a potophile or a pedophile? (laughs) Now, that looks looks like a celebrity of sorts. Um... You know what does look quite rich? He's standing behind some sort of media wall. I do know that billionaires do have a sort of um, penchant for uh, <laughs> sex trafficking children. Yep, possible so I'm, client I'm, of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I think. Definitely, he would not look out of place on that uh, crazy island. On Little St. James. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's going to lock in pedophile. Me too. Okay, correct. That's Mark Salling. He's a raging oh, pedophile. Oh, he also oh. played some guy in Glee. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what, Nathan? You, 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 you. Next were, one. You were wishing for them all to be, uh, all to be pedophiles, but I must say, the feeling of like having guessed successfully and now know that I'm looking at a pedophile is harrowing, and I don't this like it game. at all. There's so many layers to this game and they're all so fucking troubling. Like Next person, next person, shit. next person. Is this person oh pedophile or pedophile? Okay, that is a very rat-like 
man. He's got mm-hmm. giant ears, too big for his face. He's got the sort of uh, very sparsely populated facial hair. Again, very. Yep. He's not getting. I don't think he's getting a lot of roots of people of, of, of age. <laughs> is, is what I'm thinking. It looks to mm. me like the kind of photo you'd see New South Wales police post on Facebook <laughs> and just be met with a barrage of um, hateful comments yes. uh, ridiculing yes, yes, how yes, creepy yes, and yes. ridiculous he looks. So what are you thinking, fellas? What are you thinking? I'm going to say red herring. I think this guy is just a mere, a mere fan of Harry Potter. Reading? Again, I'm going to go, look in the trifecta of pedophiles here. Reading, you're absolutely right. Oh, he is no, indeed. That's Richard Huckle, the uh, convicted pedophile. Oh my god! He even has the pedoist name ever. <laughs> uh, all right, there's a couple more. Uh, well, let's oh, do them can quickly. We, can to we just, just maybe one more? One more. Okay, fine. Uh, last one. Well, you're not enjoying it. Okay, fine. Last one is this person, pedophile or pedophile? <laughs> god. Uh, that's actually famous recording artist Moby, who we discussed <laughs> earlier in the pod. Um, the man is bald for those listening at home. Um, again, he sort of has the the head shape of Megamind, that Disney character. <laughs> he really does. Um, God. Oh, God. I just don't know what evidence your brother would have that this guy liked <laughs> Harry Potter. You'll get all the information you need once you've answered the question. <laughs> I'm going to have to say uh, a pedophile, unfortunately. Uh, Reading? I think it's... I don't... For legal reasons, I'm going to say potophile. That's Nicholas Reed. He played a goblin in one of the movies. But he was also caught jerking off on a train next to a child. <laughs> Well, that's a happy coincidence. We've ended the game. So that was a trick question. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we flagged Reading it from the start collapsed. that they're not mutually exclusive. Um, yeah, you're right there. Thank you um, so much. Oh, thanks, Johnny. <laughs> thanks so much for sending that in. Yeah, thanks. Oh, for sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got to do one more. I have to do one more. I have to do one more. Very oh, you quickly. Si- very you quickly. simply must. I simply must. I didn't be remiss of me. You are on the um, nice Andrew Court. <laughs> is this a potophile or a pedophile? That is not a pedophile. That is Sir <laughs> Albus Dumbledore. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. But who is that? Because that is someone... Is that Rolf Harris or something? Ah! No, it's not. That's John Reed. That's the guy that plays Ollivander himself. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Very clever. Now, right, here's well, the thing. Um, with those, with a lot of those questions, like especially the last two, there was definitely a quite a creative, clever element to it, uh, which clearly shows Johnny, mm. you know, is capable of, of putting together some very smart, very clever games. I just wish you would put those very obvious talents to games that aren't full of, of child sexual mm. offenders. He's like the Unabomber. You know, the Unabomber was a genius. He was an incredibly smart <laughs> yes. person, very well read, but he did put his tremendous talents to awful use. It has to be said. Yes. <laughs> and that's my own flesh and blood, brother. <laughs> so, um... But no, uh, thank you. Thank you, Johnny. 
thank you so uh, much for putting <laughs> that that out into the world. Well, guys, I think it's very important that we finish this podcast as soon as possible because I think we all need to go take a shower, um, probably clear our internet history. This podcast was mm. an absolute blur to me. Like, I don't remember anything I said, but I know it was all bad. Um, mm. I think that's a defense mechanism. You know, I think when people go through trauma, they quite often don't remember the whole thing. That's yes. probably what's going on right now. Um, it's got to lose a few points, the page. I mean, when it does come time to rate it. Um, you yeah. think so. Um, yeah. well, uh, is it 126, 126 is it? 126, yeah. It was like, I'm mm. just such a... From start to finish of this podcast, just very uneasy energy about it. Yeah, I agree. Just icky, wasn't it? Icky, yeah. No one's no one's listening to this and feeling better about everything, you know? Uh, no one to blame but our good selves, though, to be fair. Oh, 100%. Um, well, I guess and my brother. Yes, yes. Which we can also partially blame you for as well, I guess. Um, mm, not really. Anyway, <laughs> um, 126, let's give it a... F- I hated it. I reckon it's a fucking five. I thought it was really bad. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I agree. Word of the week. Dumpy, dumpy, Dumbledore's grumpy. Weasley, Weasley, come on and squeeze me. I don't care about anyone but Snape. Word of the week, dude. Three, two, one. Olympics. Sniff. Oh. Um, oh, God. Dumbledore's and double don'ts. Uh, we had one, right? Dumbledore. It was if you're going to make up that you fucked someone, make sure that you do it the of age. Fuck me. Okay, I, re- I really wish that was <laughs> one that that forgotten, but um, <clears throat> gone with that. And um, um Dumbledore don't um Dumbledore don't Dumbledore don't take um the country of Albania at face value. I guess. Just yep. Do, yeah. Do your research. A healthy dose of skepticism, <laughs> yeah. I think, would wouldn't go with a grain of salt. Um, um, we did have a lot of our mail this week, but we really, I just, I'm not in the right headspace no, to get to it. No, no, so no, thank no, you no, to no. all of you, but if uh, I'll probably talk about it next week, if that's okay. I'm sure they'll understand. Um, I'm sure they're not listening anymore. No, it's talking into a void for sure. Um, <clears throat> is that it? No. Oh, name, name for the page. page. Fuck. Fuck. Something about um, the Olympic pedophile rings. Uh, oh, oh, that's pretty yeah, good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That is good. Harry Potter Harry and Potter. the... So, it's Harry Potter and the Olympic pedophile rings. Very good. Well, we can all be Lovely. very proud of what we've accomplished here today. Thank you, Angie. <laughs> Thank you, Raiden. Oh. Thank you, me. Pat myself on the back there. And thanks for listening. What a fucking atrocious podcast. Can we blame God. the lockdown at least? Can we please just say it's because I, I do think that like everything I'm doing right now is just tainted and awful and and i know i made fun of victorians for being like wee, 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 I didn't look down, wee, wee, wee. but it does like i'm 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 fine mentally kind like i'm not sad but i'm just not producing no. anything of any value i, I totally I agree it, it's just like resulted in this fog like this malaise that everything is just yeah. like kind of shit and not to end on a depressing note or anything i mean after what we've spoken today it was a really uplifting episode um, oh, why would our, you know, perennial fucking, um, you know, life in a room be depressing? I mean, that sounds awesome. Uh, God, well, hopefully this um, didn't make lockdown any worse for anyone out there, but I, I worry that it did. So, I'm sorry about that. And, um, you know, go listen to something happy. 